You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 17. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this blogcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra intention to your everyday. Welcome to The Lively Show, guys. Thank you so much for being here as always, and thank you for sharing the love for the podcast through tweets, Instagram, and posts. I see them and I appreciate them so much, guys. It really helps the podcast get spread to more people that might enjoy it. In today's episode, we're talking with Victoria Smith of SF Girl by Bay. Victoria and SF Girl by Bay are very well known in the blog world. Victoria is a interior design and lifestyle blogger, and she's going to be talking about a lot of different topics today, including how she got to SF Girl by Bay and kind of fell into the blog world, how she transitioned from her full-time job into her blog as a full-time career, and how she's met and made friends with some of the most well-known bloggers out there, and what she recommends for us to do if we're looking to create more friendships in the blog world as well. And she's gonna give some insights into her relationship with relationships, which is something she shared on her blog, and she's gonna give us some TED Talk and book recommendations. Let's go to the show. Thank you so much for being on the show, Victoria. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know. I'm excited to have you too. So let's get started. Why don't we talk about your career background and how you got to where you are? Okay. Um, Well, it's a pretty varied background. I um, have worn a lot of hats. I actually first went to interior design school and I did that for a little bit. I was really, really bad at sales. I worked in a showroom in, in Los Angeles selling furniture and literally just made no commissions. So from there, I end, I decided I still wanted to be doing something with an artistic bent. So I thought advertising sounded really glamorous. So I went into advertising kind of blindly. A friend asked me to uh, work for her husband as a creative assistant, which at the time meant typing scripts. And when I say typing, I mean with the typewriter. (laughs) So so it was a while ago. And it wasn't as glamorous as all that. But I did work my way up from being a receptionist and an assistant to print production, uh, where I learned about color and and, um, retouching and all of that. And I ultimately became an art buyer, which is somebody who helps produce photo shoots for ad agencies and find illustrators for projects. And and so I did that for a long, long time. And then while I was doing that, I started the blog. And so I did both jobs, if you call the blogging at first. was It wasn't necessarily a job. It was kind of just highlighting my, my lifestyle. I was really new to it. I never even knew what a blog was. <laughs> So, How did you find out? Because you started in 2006, didn't you? I did. And the way I found out was my friend, my good friend Joni, told me about apartment therapy. And they had these home tours. And I'd never even seen it. And she said, you have to have your home on this blog. Because I've always been into decorating. And so I took a bunch of photos one night. And I sent them off to them. And they chose me. And so my house appeared on there. And Sorry, back up a little bit. I, I didn't know what to do with the photos. So I, I'm like, oh, there's that blog thing. I'll put them on a blog. So I went on blog Blogspot and I added all the photos. And I realized as I was doing it that it was kind of fun. It sort of fed into all my passions, writing, photography, and interior design. So I just sort of kept up with it. And 
then I think Apartment Therapy asked me to guest blog for them for a while. Really? Yeah. So I learned more about blogging that way and you know and then other blogs I started reading them <laughs> like oh I have a blog but I don't know what else is out there and Grace uh, at Design Sponge was really thoughtful and helpful to me I kind of knew her dad from Flickr which is funny where I knew her and he's like oh you should read my daughter's blog so I contacted her just I think I had asked her some questions and she was really gracious about getting back to me and we ultimately became friends. We met. She came and stayed with me. So that's kind of how it all evolved. It just um, it was sort of word of mouth and um, meeting other bloggers and just sort of diving into that community, I guess. But I was still working the other job for two years. But I was saving because I, I wanted out. And I also, uh, because I had a print production background, when I found those Keep Calm and Carry On posters, this is before the huge sort of onslaught of them, I found out they were a public domain image, which meant anyone could produce them. So I started printing them in every color I could think of because I had a lot of printer contacts. And I figured if you know people seemed to like them. I, got, I bought one on um, Craigslist and then I blogged about it and people really wanted them so I started selling them in in all these different colors and it really was a good income (laughs) so uh, I put all that money away and at some point when I just couldn't um, take another day of advertising (laughs) I I, uh, quit and that was in 2008 and so I've been blogging full-time ever since. That's awesome. So the store I actually was checking it out today is no longer active correct? I had on Etsy no it's not. Yeah so are you making your career now fully through your blog? Yes. Yeah, the, the Keep Calm and Carry On became kind of a crazy phenomenon and everyone started doing it. So when everyone started doing it, I quit. <laughs> so, but I saved up enough from all the sales, which was really great. So need to find another one hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. That's great. Actually, you can we talk about this? You have a book coming out as well? I do. I do. I'm doing... A book with Chronicle here in San Francisco, and it's been kind of ongoing since December. I'm shooting every neighborhood in San Francisco, so it's kind of a photographic journal of the city. And then in the back of the book, there'll be all my favorite spots in each neighborhood. So that's been quite an experience trying to shoot on a professional level. Oh, so you're actually shooting it yourself. Yeah, I'm shooting it myself and writing it all. So it's it's been a lot of work with uh, managing the blog and everything else. I've had a few days where I broke down, <laughs> but, uh, but ultimately it's pretty fun. I, I'm learning a lot about the city because I've tried to research each neighborhood to find some of the interesting historical facts about San Francisco. And so that's been really fun. I like that kind of research and background. So yeah, it'll be coming out, not for a little bit, takes a long time to produce these things, but probably the spring of 2016, that's the plan. That's awesome. So the other great project I've seen you recently doing online is you helped Brie from Design Love Fest with her bedroom, right? That was super fun because I love Brie. We've become really good friends, even though she's, we joke that I could be her mom, but that's okay. <laughs> we, went, we went to Europe last summer, and that was really great uh, with Jen Gotch from Bandu. It was just one of those perfect trips where you're all in sync and everyone had a good time. But yeah, so we, um, Bree's been wanting to do her bedroom over for a long time. And I'd also 
done that for Maggie Mason from Mighty Girl. So she really knew what she wanted. So it wasn't that difficult. It was more just a labor of love. She created a pin board of all the things that she liked. And then I helped resource them for her. And essentially, I felt like I was just helping her pull the trigger because she just didn't, she didn't, she wasn't certain of what she wanted or was able to actually like buy it so anyway we did that and then um Laura Jolet photographed it so it looked really great yeah it was fun it looked beautiful I'll put a link to the reveal um in the show notes so everyone can go see it at justlively.com slash Victoria Smith you've had a really interesting career with all of this stuff before blogging even became a part of your life how has that impacted your approach and your views on the blogging world well I think Everything I've done was creative in one way or another. Um, And so, I mean, I do have an associate's arts degree in interior design. So hopefully I know a bit about design. I think it's always kind of been in my genes. Oh, my mother is an interior designer. So there's that. And then I think going on to be an art buyer, my boss, uh, who was the creative director of the agency, would give me these intense um, projects to learn, search for um, stock imagery to show uh, clients in comps what we had hoped to achieve. So he'd be like, find a kid with a red balloon with jam smeared on his face. <laughs> like, it was just, like crazy stuff. But I got really good at being able to search images. And I think that helps me day to day because when I'm searching for, when I put together, like I do these posts where I'm, you know, pretending I live in a London loft and I'll just pull together 15 to 20 images from different sources and make it look like one house. That background um, in advertising really helped me with that, I think. I just knew how to search things properly, I guess. Really? Do you have any tips for people? Um, I think to, you know, when you're searching on Google or Pinterest, just to get really specific with the tags and see what comes up. And also I'll do reverse Google image search a lot. I'll drag an image in that I'm, you know, that has the look I'm looking for. And then I'll, it'll show you images that look like this. And so I'll use that a lot. I also use um, Google reverse when I find an image and I don't know where it came from because I'm pretty diligent about crediting every image. I don't just say this came from Pinterest or this came from here. I try to find the actual like it came from El Decor or it came from a photographer um, I'm kind of I guess because I was also an art buyer I think it's really important to credit people um, where you can so so all those things I think working as an art buyer came to help what I do now and hopefully give me a sense of a good aesthetic but everyone you know has their different tastes so I, it's, it's so subjective I guess the people that read my blog like what I find. What about your views in the blogging world from a perspective of like, you've just been around longer before this whole thing's, I wonder, do you have a better perspective on the changes that are going on in the blog world than maybe some of us who've been doing it, but don't have much background outside of it? You know, it's, I think it's challenging for everyone to keep up with what's going on these days. It all moves so quickly and there are so many apps and so many new things that are people are trying out that trying to stay ahead of that curve or alongside it because I don't really feel like 
we're competing necessarily. I feel like there's room for everyone. But I do feel sometimes overwhelmed by, oh, look at so-and-so is doing this awesome video. And I'm like a one-person show. I have two assistants that help with emails and SEO and things like that. But for the most part, I put together the blog by myself. So I feel behind a lot. (laughs) I feel like I should be able to do that. But I don't have time. Like, And plus, with doing the book right now, I'm just feeling pretty overwhelmed. But I think, you know, there there's so much change going on and people say, oh, blogs are dying. I hope to goodness that's not true because I don't know what I'm doing next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed anything with the blogging world changing at all for you? Um, you know, I think ads are dying down. I think people are asking to do more sponsored posts, which is a good and bad thing. I I like doing a sponsored post when I can, when it really is something that I would blog about anyway, and the readers want to hear about, and I can be creative with it, whether it's shooting it uh, myself, styling it, styling products, going somewhere on location. That interests me, but I don't want to do sponsor posts about something that my readers have no interest in like I don't want to talk about um, car insurance or any of that so you know I worry that people just expect us to do that and it's just not sustainable nobody will keep reading your blog if you do that kind of stuff and honestly I miss the days when it wasn't so you know driven by money (laughs) and I mean it is my living so I have to be conscious and I have to take on those sponsored posts and ads but in a in the perfect world I honestly think it would be kind of awesome if everyone just had subscriptions and I don't know this is probably controversial but if you pay for a magazine subscription and you see how many ads are in it there's a lot like if you go on Zinio and you look at your magazines flat as thumbnails it's like almost you know 75 percent ads so if blogs charged like what $20 a year to read your blog and if you have a greater number of followings like some of us do it could all be sustainable without having any ads or any sponsored posts that's a really great idea I've never heard that I mean I think we've all mentioned it at one point or another or talked among ourselves about it but it would just make everything just beautiful (laughs) just you know it's like an indie movie I think of when I do a sponsored post sometimes as it's like a blockbuster film that I'm going to do so I can do all the indie stuff every single day. Because I do, I do put out content for everyone like two to three posts a day every day except for the weekends. But that means I'm working seven days a week pretty much at least some point in the day. So if you could provide someone with a subscription-based blog, I don't know, it could just make things, you know, less competitive. People would see just everything that they want without seeing any ads on the side of the page. Um, I don't know. Could be a way to go. (laughs) Have you thought about doing it? I've thought about it, but I don't know. It it could hugely backfire where people just are saying, no way am I going to pay for that when there's all these other free blogs out there because there are. There's tons of blogs these days. I mean, it just keeps growing and growing. Even though people say it's dying, I know there's plenty of people starting one up every, you know, every day there's a new blog. So... I don't know. I'm not sure if people would go for it, but. Or even if they did a bundled blog pack, right? So you could do it with your friends. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because then it diversifies. And because I was just thinking if someone did do that, or let's say everyone did it, then $20 per year 
for like, how many blogs are you going to follow, right? So that could be a pretty expensive hobby on the reader side. And they go, no, thank you. Then it goes away. But if you did bundled them, then people could get a pack of blogs, if you will. It's interesting. I'm in. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) Interesting. That's really cool. So what would you recommend for others who want to get involved in the blog world? Um, well, I would, you know, definitely try to go to some of these events and, and meet other bloggers because sometimes when you're starting out, the best way to do it is to maybe collaborate with another blogger, um, you know, work with someone who their skills, you know, they might have skills like photography that you don't have, but you're a better writer. So some, I think teaming up can be a good way. I think going to Alt Summit and hearing people speak on different subjects and figuring out, you know, how do you get advertisers? How do you be a part of the community? That I think all those those get-togethers are worthwhile. I certainly have enjoyed and learned a lot going to them. Bree teaches blog shop, which I've taken like three times. <laughs> she cut me off. She said I'm I'm kind of an addict, but <laughs> but they're really fun, and you do learn skills in Photoshop and things that will save time that make your blog look really that much, you know, ahead of the curve or at least alongside the curve um, so that, you know, it looks decent. I learned so much about Photoshop because before that I was flying by the seat of my pants and just, I didn't really know what I was doing at all. (laughs) So I think any classes like that, Skillshare has great online classes, learning to use your iPhone, Learning photography so that you can create original content is a huge, huge help. I have a pet peeve when, I don't know, people take photos with a lot of like clutter in the background. I mean, make yourself a little, like, you can make yourself a little photo booth um, with just a sheet, a white sheet, if you're shooting products. And I don't know, just those little things like that just make a huge difference. So, and credit people when you <laughs> use images from other sites that aren't your own. All the time, I see blogs that say, via Pinterest, that's not a credit. Like, that just, I think it's, you know, not to put anyone down, but I think it's just a little bit more responsible um, to try to find that source. And there's ways of doing that. So. so what about getting people to find your blog? Do you have any suggestions there? Mm, well, Pinterest, for sure. Um, it's one of the leading uh traffic sources for me um if you if you pin i have a board just called sf girl by bay blogs and i pin images from my site on there and that drives traffic starting a facebook blog page for yourself i don't know if it's called a fan page tweeting for sure um my i think my second traffic driver is twitter And actually, you have a really big Pinterest following in part because of your pin it forward campaign with ben silverman from pinterest yeah, that was a pretty fun collaboration. I met Ben at Alt Summit, um, I think it was four years ago, and I just really got along with him. He's impassioned about the internet, <laughs> and he's just a really sweet, nice man. And um, so he told me that he was starting up this little thing called Pinterest, and he wanted me to check it out. And I get invited to check out a lot of things, but he was just so enthusiastic that i I did go to the site and I realized right away that it was an excellent blogging tool because I could search images and save them. But, 
you know, I, I would bookmark stuff and then I'd never remember where the bookmark was. So this was a visual tool that really helped me do that. And then he and I started talking about how to introduce it to other bloggers. So we decided to do this um, pin it forward where we invited, I think it was the first time, 300 bloggers. It was like a chain letter almost. You you did a post about what home meant to you and then you passed the torch on to the next blogger and there was this whole like thing. I, I did this crazy spreadsheet that, you know, everyone would connect to each other and it really worked and people just everyone they blogged about their what home meant to them on their blog and then they made a pin board as well and we sent out 300 invitations to to join so that they could do that um and i think at the time there was only maybe i don't know 60 under 100 people on pinterest so it was pretty crazy significant jump in traffic and then we did it again we did it twice um then i did i think i did one other thing for christmas once but yeah, that was a great collaboration, and then it's been awesome to see Pinterest grow as it has. It's kind of a phenomenon. <laughs> so that's fantastic about Pinterest. I'm so happy for that. And you have like over half a million followers on Pinterest, right? I do. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> it is. It is. Do you? How important do you think relationships are to blogging and knowing people and being friends with people in the blog world? Well, I think like anything when you're networking, it, I guess it, it, it can't hurt. I, I find that um, the community is really, really generous and supportive. For I mean, I would say like everyone that I've met, like a, it's not like some careers where, I don't know, there's a little bit of bag stopping. I guess there's that out there, but I don't get involved with it. Um, I just find it really supportive. And I think that a lot of my successes have come from being involved with those people like Grace and Poppy Talk. Jan from Poppy Talk was really always supportive of me. Um, I mean, I could just go on and on. We've all become really close friends. And I think when you have a question, because things in the blogging world are always changing, it's really nice to be able to ask them, like, what are you doing about this? How do you feel about this? And have someone to bounce these things off of. Because it's not like it's a... Um, you know, it's not licensed or unioned. There's there's no right or wrong way, but just to be able to ask other people how they feel about something is really invaluable. So it's it's good to get to know your your um, peers. I think. How would you recommend people go about that? Because a lot of people would love to be friends with those friends of yours, but <laughs> may not have the ability to necessarily do it. Or maybe they do. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how people can maybe get that connection. I met most of them personally at events um but also i don't i think before i knew any of them face to face i knew many of them on the internet and they'd be coming to town and some of them stayed with me <laughs> like we just we decided to meet and i had an extra bedroom and so they stayed at my house and i don't know it was just kind of a leap of faith but i can say that everyone that i've met personally has gone on to be um a friend so so it's just i don't know it, it is kind of I guess nervy, <laughs> but it's, it's people. I've invited people to stay with me. I, don't, I like the company. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so inviting people to stay with you and going to live events. It sounds like are ways to meet people. Yeah, and definitely online. Follow them on Twitter. See, you know, I don't think that you can force things like that. I think it just happens naturally if you have a, a good connection with somebody. 
So I wouldn't inundate someone with e- emails or tweets, but just, you know, if something resonates with you that they've said, then start a conversation. It's just like anything in, in life, you know, you just meet people and it either clicks or it doesn't. Now switching gears a little bit, I saw a post that you shared in it. You mentioned a little bit about your relationship to relationships. I was wondering if you'd like to share a little bit about that. Are you talking about my dating, like men (laughs) and the lack of them? (laughs) It was something you shared in your post. I just wanted to see if you'd like to elaborate. I don't date a lot, um, if at all, lately. I don't know if it's because of where I live or because I'm in my house by myself all the time. But um, I was once engaged to someone. He broke up with me over the phone and we never saw each other again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And... Since then, I had a couple other relationships that just didn't go well. And so, honestly, I've kind of, I guess I've avoided it. (laughs) Like, I just don't go on Match.com or any of those that all my friends suggest because I've gone on them. And I don't know. I know they work for plenty of people, but there's something really unnatural about it for me. And I would just just as soon avoid those situations. Yeah. (laughs) Created a life for myself that I'm pretty happy with. So if anyone, you know, out there has a match for me, (laughs) there you go. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. There we go. Like tall, funny. (laughs) Someone in San Francisco area for chance. All right. Well, we're just going to put the ladies out there. And if it comes up, that sounds great. So Victoria, are there any extra blogging tips that you might have for people that might be useful? I think um, one way to get to know your other bloggers and um, get your blog some traffic is offering up other bloggers your services. For instance, um, uh, I did a San Francisco city guide for Grace. She, um, you know, she has all those great city guides and she has different people all across the country and I guess probably around the world now to do city guides. So I did that for her and that drove some traffic back to me. And it was a lot of fun to do anyway because I, I love sharing the city. I met Bree also, I don't remember even how, but I invited her to guest blog. So she used to write a column on my blog as well. And that was back when she and I, we didn't have the traffic that we have now, but I think it worked well for both of us. She brought something to my blog that I didn't have and and I helped bring some traffic to her. And so anything like that can be really mutually beneficial. Cool. So let's get on to our last two questions. First one, what doubts or resistance have you had to face in your career or life? I guess, well, the relationship thing I've been resistant to. We've already discussed that. Um, one thing I'm that I think I could do better at is I, I don't like to be really visible. I don't like to do video. I don't like to speak in public. I'm a little shy that way. So sometimes I'll get invited to do something like that and I've turned it down, which, you know, I think I should probably be a little bit better about that. I get really nervous when I have to speak in public. So I instead of doing it and just getting it over with, I just I just don't do it. You're doing it right now. I am. This I told you this is my my first podcast, so I'm branching out. I'm getting better. <laughs> but it's not visual, so I don't know. I'm just shy about it. I guess that's why I like to blog. It's just kind of behind the scenes, which is more my speed. Gotcha. So what would you tell someone who's just turning out on this journey? Um, 
I don't know. I think I would just say surround yourself with really positive, good people that encourage your creativity or whatever it is that you want to do. And I, I try to like, I don't know, I, I stay away from a lot of negativity. I think that like all the backstabbing and things that go on in the world, there's enough problems <laughs> with the world that we should just be a little kinder to each other. Be truthful. If you're going to start a blog, for instance, make it about what you love and people who love the same things will come. I mean, you just can't force things in life. You just have to kind of be who you are. And when you do that, I think you'll feel right and you'll be happy. I don't know. Maybe that's too simple, but trying to be somebody you're not is never going to make you happy. So... I don't know, just stick to your guns and share what you love. Oh, that's great. I actually have another question for you. So do you have any books that you recommend or that have really impacted your life? Um, let's see. I don't read a lot of self-help books. I start them and then I never finish them. <laughs> <laughs> but I do listen to TED Talks. I listen, um, Brene Brown has a really good one about uh, being vulnerable and I think that's part of what I'm saying about being true to yourself. I think, you know, letting people know how you really feel about things, putting yourself out there, people will probably surprise you more than you think and be supportive when you let them know what you need. So I like TED Talks. I'm trying to think about a book that's impacted me. Sometimes just works of fiction um, inspire me. Is there any one particular that you love? Um... I love The Razor's Edge um, about, by Somerset Mom. He, um, it's just him kind of traveling Europe on his, on his own. I really love that book. Well, we'll put Razor's Edge in the show notes for anyone that wants to check it out. That's great. A lot of times people say nonfiction if they ever bring it up. So it's nice to get a fiction book on the list. Thank you so much for being on the show, Victoria. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the show, guys. If you'd like to thank Victoria for being on the show and let her know that you love the episode, please send her a message on Twitter at sfgirlbybay. And if you'd like to send me a little message to let me know if you have a podcast suggestion or a topic you'd like to hear on the show, please send me a message on Twitter at Jess C. Lively. Thanks so much and have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>